Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 233 of the talking the line podcast you see it right up there on this absolutely beautiful monday of bets now hey might not be the most loaded slate we have seen in the last 365 days but i guarantee you the vibes are still going to be flowing nothing but positivity nothing but good energy nothing but great flows great vibes everything in between to start your week. Now, my friends, before we get into all of that, please, I need you to take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content. Maybe it's like down there or wherever it is. I don't know. where. Whoever knows where it is on the screen. Either way, make sure you hit that so you don't miss any of our additional content there on the YouTube or any live show starting. Or if you're watching on one of our additional uh, social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you are listening to the show on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every podcast after each live show is complete next item up on the docket if you could be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so while you are watching today's show hey go ahead hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters aunts uncles mothers fathers friends enemies neighbors people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you but you refer to as a good old-fashioned old ticket cashing degenerate because that's what we are here at the ttl pod and we can't thank you enough when you do those things because it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and all of our additional content, so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. (laughs) 
ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 233 on this beautiful February the 28th, 2022. It's a leap year. It's the last day of the month. We're about to rip off a new page on the calendar. But my friends, before we can do that, we got one more show to complete. And it would not be an episode of the TTL pod without my partner here live and in prime time with me. So my friends, without further ado, enough gabbing from me. Let's get some gabbing going together. Help me welcome him on in. Get on your feet. Put your hands together for the man. The myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and folks, we cannot ever forget the TTL Cruise resident Southsider and Cheesehead Faithful himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max, Magnuson. Partner! How you doing over there today, pal? Oh, my man. I'm doing fantastic. Fresh week, fresh faces, dude. I don't know about you, but uh, I don't know. Excuse me. Hang on, hang on. Hey, no problem. You know, it's Monday morning, dude. A little uh, a little of this, a little of that here and there. But nonetheless, dude, uh, wild weekend of sports, uh, top to bottom across the board. I'm sure we'll have plenty to dive in. Weird stuff going on in the sports world that's not like groundbreaking news, but at least things that uh, are kind of perfect for guys like you and I to talk about as far as NFL world. Just got some MLB not the MLB news we're waiting for, but some type of MLB news to talk about, I guess. But nonetheless, dude, how are things on your side of the week, uh, screen, and how was your weekend, my friend? Spectacular day to be alive. The rest is up to me and the uh, choose to spread positivity, dude. You know the drill. Uh, you see me. I'm in a t-shirt over here, man. It's starting to warm up in the Wind City. I don't know what the hell is going on. Knock on uh, wood about 1,500 times. I hope that... Uh, Hope that doesn't jinx everything here, but man, oh man, all of a sudden it started warming up in the Windy City, uh, snow still on the ground, but I hear we're supposed to be hitting the 50s early on in the week here, so it was a little bit warmer in the old apartment than it usually is, so, uh, had to rip out the old, (laughs) the t-shirt instead of wearing the long sleeves. My weekend, man, not too shabby, it's pretty busy, uh, did a bunch of, uh, errands and, 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 and chores and shit around the house, just getting boxes checked off, but, uh, did cash some tickets. Cashed a handful of tickets in the UFC. We'll talk about that second half of the show. Uh, Hell of a card. We had all the way up and down. 11 fights on the uh, card. And, man, I say to you again, these fight nights, uh, they're almost better than some of these pay-per-views, my man. I wish the uh, main event would have been a little bit better. But, hey, Bobby Green landing nine significant strikes on Islam Makachev is the uh, most by any opponent of Makachev in his UFC career so far. So, hey, Bobby Green did set some type of a record. Shout out to O King, my man. His hood (laughs) style works somewhere. So, shout out Bobby Green. Uh, We'll talk more about that. And then college basketball. Solid as hell for me yesterday, not terrible for me on Saturday. We'll talk plenty about that, too, second half of the show. But outside of that, my man, we got uh, plenty of best bets to dish out. We got a hell of a Monday Madness parlay to talk about today, paying out over 30 to 1 odds, almost 40 to 1. And I am damn confident. I'm almost I'm almost as, con- I, almost as confident hey. in this as if it was plus 300 to 1. Nay, plus 100. <laughs> hey. Hey. Period. Tomorrow, do you know what tomorrow starts, my friend? Another, uh, you know, another day or month in the calendar that we uh, start to begin talking about uh, some madness and what way to what better way to ring in the old madness than the old Monday Madness Parlay, no? Would have been no? spectacular. Oh, well, hey, I guess if we're waking up tomorrow chanting from the mountaintops that we have cashed the Monday Madness Parlay, that is how we will ring That's in March Madness. Basically, basically like finding the present underneath the Christmas tree is what you're trying to tell me, right? 
Essentially, yes. Saying okay. It, you know, okay. Wake, bringing the madness. With waking the up on Christmas morning. That's what we're trying to do here. Okay, I get what you're saying. I, I feel what you're saying. All right. Madness so we'll, Eve. Madness Eve, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who's to say? We'll get through all of that uh, either way, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll recap all the best bets of the day. No question about it. Uh, once we get through all of that, we'll bring in the money line dice. I might as well just get our cubicle guests that be known as them uh, here ready to rock and roll. A little early ASMR for you. There you go. Uh, they got an NHL matchup in the sites today. Toronto Maple Leafs, Washington Capitals. We'll tell you all about that matchup when we get to that segment. And then that's usually about when the train falls off the track. So we uh, dive into the second half of the show. Our mag sidebar. Damn it, I knew I forgot one thing. I wanted to bring some fucking DVDs to the show, and now it's it's too late. It's too <laughs> oh, damn no. late. I had it that's on the mind, right. and I knew I'd, I was, uh, I literally wrote it right. Movies, exclamation, exclamation, hey. DVDs, and I died. Uh, it's all right. I got some in the head. Either way, we'll get in all of that. It's uh, it's Movie Trivia Monday. Uh, that'll dive us into the banter as per usual. Latest breaking news. Um, Outside of that, man, anything else you got on your side of the screen? Breaking oh, motivation news, minutes. I mean, totally forgot. Motivation minutes. Yeah, yeah. Motivation show. minutes, of course. But uh, yeah, breaking news, dude. Some MLB news. Like I said, not the uh, lockout news that we're talking about, but uh, Mr. Number Two, Derek Jeter, stepping down as CEO of the Miami Marlins. Could be oh. something worth uh, diving into there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the, other than that, dude, I'm uh, I'm sure the second half will be nothing but nonsense as you as per usual. Come on, dude. You know the drill. Uh, we don't even have to question that. So make sure you guys have your rabbit hole diving shorts firmly affixed. Hello, Matilda. Hopefully uh, you guys are enjoying a little bit of uh, meowing and uh, mouse in the background. But for now, my friends, it's time to kick things off unless you got anything else. Good, sir. No, sir. Absolutely not. All right. Well, item number one, we must do this. Item number two, we must do this. If you are listening to the show, I really hope you come on over to YouTube or your local social media watering hole and uh, see the wonderful production value that I was just discussing. Because I will not tell you what I did, but for now, it's time for our bags, best bets of the day. And you know the drill, the original, the OG, the forever lasting, because we're not superstitious, we're just a little stitious kickoff to me. To you over there, good sir. To all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods, hey, take your sip. I'll be right back. Oh, that my uh, Monday morning coffee, dude. Whoa! Mmm. Mmm. You know. Monday morning coffee, that's good. That's good. Yeah. A little extra necessary, you know? Yeah, yeah you know. I, were you going to close that thought? Or you, or, 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 or it's you Monday just, morning coffee, dude. You know? Oh, okay. So I wasn't <laughs> looking over there. I didn't know if you had a closed thought or anything on top of that. Well, okay, there you go. There you have it, Probably ladies and gentlemen. Our <laughs> Max best bets of the day. It's showtime. Ready to rock and roll, partner. Let them rip. Let them have it. And as per usual, you have the floor. Alrighty, my friend. I am coming at you today with two uh, two basketball picks. One NBA, one college. Both of them totals. I'll kick it off in the college mm. basketball slate, my friends. I am going to go to the uh, matchup in Lubbock, Texas, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. We're not uh, getting the pistols out for the most part. <laughs> you know, we might need a little help from the old uh, the old boys in the uh, the stands. You got pistols, stop. my friend. You got <laughs> Especially when I'm just uh, you know blank face, just popping off the pistols, but. I do personally think they're going to be uh, doing that a little bit tonight, partner. But uh, uh, I don't need uh, the old uh, – I'm not laying the 12. I think that's going to be really sweaty. I think that's going to be – I think that number's spot on. I think it's going to be right around there. 
But what I really feel confident in is that we're going to see a lot of points on both sides, probably carried by Texas Tech. I'm going to the over 133 and a half, 133.5. Uh, and you've heard us talk about, you've heard me, you've heard Colt talk about this Texas Tech offense at home, 88 points per game at home compared to 63 on the road. They just played different basketball offensively here in Lubbock, and I think that's what we see tonight. Quick trend uh, at the top of it instead of the end. I'll have a few at the end, but 10-7 and 7 to the over this season at home, partner. Compare that to K-State, and we've talked about them as well, both of us. They're a team that you can trust to not have a lot of drop-offs from home to road, right? Where, obviously, they're a little bit better at home, but not the same type of drop-off. I just talked about Texas Tech, a 17-point difference home to road. They only have a three-point drop-off in road points per game. So not anything mm. crazy that you need to be concerned about their offense. They're actually 7-4 and four to the over on the road this year, uh, and that's non-conference and conference play. As far as schematically here, I think this K-State uh, team in a lot of spots can slow down teams who run their offense largely in large part from the perimeter, but that's not quite what you see from this Texas Tech team. Whether they get it done in the paint or in the mid-range range, that's not quite K-State's defensive strengths. Uh, and on the flip side, K-State's offense, uh, so I you know on that last point, that's kind of why I think Texas Tech is going to carry it. I, I could see them getting to 75-80 easy. Whereas K-State, I'm not saying they get to this number quite again, but they've had 75-plus in five straight games, three of those mm. coming on the road here in the Big 12, man. So I think their offense is going to be just fine today. Uh, and we see this one flying over, in my opinion. K-State over 4-0 and last four following a straight-up loss, which we do have that situation coming. 4-0 and last four as a road dog, and 7-2 and last nine following an ATS loss. And then you flip the script over to Texas Tech, seven and two last nine on Monday to the over partner, and seven and two last nine at home. So in Big Twelve play, especially, they scorch teams offensively at home. And like I said, I think K State's <laughs> offense does enough to to hold their own. So this one's not an eighty to fifty, you know, eighty to fifty. We stay under somehow. Mm. I think K State gets up over sixty, sixty-five for sure, and uh, Texas Tech's pushing seventy-five, eighty. So give me the over in this one to kick it off over one thirty-three and a half, my friend. I like that a lot, my man. Uh, to tell you the truth, I like where your head's at. Uh, my my radar for some of these totals has been uh, really off. And, and if you you know, if I was going to a side in this uh, in this game, I was definitely going to the Cats, my man. I love all those oh, points yeah. with the Cats, but I definitely do think the Red Raiders show out as well. I think they're doing a little bit of that stuff that I will not uh, I will not be seen doing on camera because uh, I'm not that staunch of a fan of uh, Texas. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, I won't be seen doing that. Um, either way, I think you're on the right side. I think the over is the most valuable side. I think. Uh, uh, we're going to see a shootout here, and uh, there you go. There you have it. Armag's first best bet of the day, my friends. He's only got two, so you better stay locked in, partner. Let him have numeral dos. Alrighty, number two. I told you I'm switching to the NBA. Another total in this one. Mm. Uh, I caught it at 236.5. I'm going to the over in the Spurs and Grizzlies. Looks like it's up a point and a half or so in certain spots. 237.5 in some spots. 238 in some spots. I'm all right with this one up to about 240, partner, because I think this one flies over. Essentially, both these teams, in my opinion, A, they've got great offenses on both sides of the ball. If you, uh, if you haven't been watching the Spurs, they actually have a really solid offense. But in uh, in both cases, I don't think either of these teams' defenses match up well with the other team in, my, in large part here. This Grizzlies team, number two in points per game offensively. Spurs, bottom five in points per game and field goal percentage allowed on defense. So I think this Grizzlies team, who's rolling right now offensively especially, is going to be able to pour it in. John Moran himself, we saw it on, uh, I'm honestly, I think it was Saturday night. Yeah, Bulls, Grizzlies, John Moran absolutely torched us. Yep. Similar, similar defensive matchup that they're going to see against the Spurs team, actually. So I think him is especially uh, John is going to have a huge game again tonight. And on the other side, you know, the Spurs really just don't have uh, don't have the personnel to slow down, whether it's Ja or anyone else on this team. 
But offensively, they're actually a top 10 point per game and field goal percent offense in the entire league, man. This offense is nothing to slouch at. They're 7-1 and one last 8 to the over following a straight-up loss. So in spots like these where they're in a bounce-back spot, it's their offense that you can count on. Defense is a different story, but that's obviously not what we're looking for here today. A few more trends, and then I'll be done. Five and one last six to the over on the road for the Spurs. Eight and two last ten versus a team with a winning record. So when they play these good teams, their offense is still just fine, but their defense uh, is a big, fat struggle bus for sure. 14 and four last 18 following 125-plus points scored in their previous game, which they did score and lose they scored 129 and they lost to i believe it was the miami heat which actually that miami heat team is actually a very good defensive team so i think this offense is actually rolling right now 14 and 4 last 18 in situations like these and uh the grizzlies themselves 7 and 0 last seven following a straight up win so when they're rolling on uh in general their offense has a lot of momentum and confidence eight and two last 10 as a favorite and another one that i love obviously in this one five and one last six on one day's rest which they do have and between these two teams nine and four last 13 to the over in the matchups between the Spurs and Grizzlies last 13 matchups. So give me over 236 and a half. Fine with this line movement. I think this one goes, goes up <coughs> over 240 easy, partner. Give me the Spurs and Grizzlies over 236 and a half to close myself out for the day, my friend. Well, I can't give you any staunch opinions because uh, obviously I haven't get, gotten involved <laughs> in the NBA at all so far. Um, but I heard you say one day's rest. I like the trends you gave out there. That's uh, your spot has been all year. And then I like the uh, matchup trends there. Nine and four ATS last 13. Debs tends to be uh, well college and, and NBA. I wasn't gonna. I was just gonna say only NBA, but college and NBA. When it's uh, it's an over trend between a couple of teams, it tends to be keeps yeah. on rocking and rolling down. So I like that you found that partner. I like where your head's at. Our mag second best bet of the day coming from the NBA slate. If you didn't hear at any point in time, you're gonna have to stick around until we recap all of those best bets of the day. But partner, anything else you got in regards to those aforementioned two picks, good sir? No, sir. That's all I've got. Take it away from me, my friend. Okie dokie, Yodachoki. Needed a quick sip of some high-quality H2O, but I have already flipped the screen. Have now switched the ticker, and now you know the drill. It's time for my best bets of the day, my friends. I got to uh, flip my monitoring screens over here real quick. Uno segundo. Okay, it's that time again. The Mid-Major King has entered the chat, my friends. It is time for my three best bets of the day. Number one, we're calling it the A-10 Annihilator, and we are going to the UMass Minutemen against the Fordham Rams. And I'm taking the Fordham Rams minus two. Honestly, uh, this line jumped off the screen at me, boys and girls. Uh, I really think it's perfect, and I think a lot of the CBB experts that are going to get involved for the first time in a few weeks here today, or, or maybe we'll just say get involved heavily for the first time in a few weeks here, uh, I think they're going to see this as an incorrect line based on the uh, brand name of UMass, and I'm really not buying that. Stick a pin in that for just a second, and uh, also, if you've seen some line movement, it was at 2.5, uh, now down to 2 across the market, 2.5 at open. I think that's a little bit of fake line movement to trip up those experts again as well. Oh my gosh, it lost the hook. We better get it at the key number before it goes down to one and a half. 
Ah, I'm simply not buying it, my friend. Now, back to that brand name team of the Minutemen. Uh, I'm not buying them at all. They're 2-7 and seven straight up, 4-4-1 four, four, and one against the number on the road. 5-10 and ten straight up, 5-9-1 uh, and one against the number in conference play. That's the A-10 once again, for those of you that didn't know. They've only won two out of their last five overall, and they haven't covered since February the 5th of 2022. Matter of fact, in their last seven games overall, they're 1-4-2 and two against the number. If you want to trust that, go right ahead, but I ain't doing it because I love where Fordham is at. They've been under the radar all year and they are a sneaky damn good team. Eight and four straight up, nine and three against the number on their home hardwood, six and nine straight up, ten and five against the number in conference play. One of the best covering records. Actually, I do believe the best covering record in the A-10 this season. They've won three out of their last five games, uh, a couple of those as puppy dogs, and now the market is adjusting to them. Correctly adjusting, might I add. Stick a pin in that real quick about that whole market adjusting point. I'll be right back to that. But the Rams are 5-2 and two ATS in their last seven games overall. Now, market adjusting. Hey, you ain't got to wait very long to take this pin out this time, my friends. Um, the experts out there that I've been talking about are going to look at Darius Quisenberry. Um, he is a guard for them, a uh, shooting guard that averages 17.3 points per game. He's out this game. But wouldn't you know it, he's been out for the last five games, my friends, and I just told you all those stats. Fordham has been doing just fine without one of the better players on their teams. I am loving the home favorite in this spot. Uh, in uh, in this matchup, Fordham has, uh, has a, or in this matchup, Fordham, it's kind of, uh, sorry, hold on, let me reset here, man. Sometimes I get to looking at my stupid, I'm human, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I was on a roll there, I was on a fucking roll, and sometimes I'm human, and I look down, and I look at the wrong damn page, and I forgot I got to go up and not down. Sometimes it fucks up on this thing. <laughs> Either way, another key thing, final key thing here for me is Fordham. Hey, I'm fucking human, but I love this play, all right? Uh, Fordham, remaining schedule for the Rams uh, is UMass today, UMass again on Wednesday on the road, and George Washington on Saturday at home. They have a chance to shake up a little bit of their seating for the conference tournament, and if they're going to beat UMass anywhere, don't you think it's going to be here instead of on the road on Wednesday? I don't know. Call me crazy, but don't call the trends crazy. UMass 4-10 and 1 ATS last 15 on the road. 1-3 and 1 ATS their last 5 is a dog. 1-4 and 1 ATS last 6 versus a team with a losing straight up record. The Fordham Rams 11-1 ATS last 12 home games. 6 and 1 ATS uh following an ATS loss. 4 and 1 ATS following a straight up loss of 20 plus points. 9 and 3 against the number of their last 12 following a straight up loss in general. So don't think it's a letdown spot. Fordham 12 and 3 against the number of last 15 meetings and 4 and 1 against the number of the last 5 meetings in the Bronx. That's right, in case you ever get asked that uh, on a trivia test sometime. Fordham University is located in the Bronx, New York. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot about this. Last but certainly not least, the old Rams haven't won at home in this matchup. Matchup, matchup since tw <laughs> since 2018. Since 2018. I think yeah. it's time for a rebound, and I think they are correctly favored here today, my friends. First best bet of the day, the A-10 Annihilator, Fordham Rams, minus two. Slowly but surely, the old uh, Windy City is swallowing your hole, my dude. <laughs> Fuck me. What the <laughs> hell is going on over here? What is I going like on? I like it, man. No, I like it. I, yeah, as we get close to the tournament, man, or a uh, conference tournament, these games really matter. So I think you got the right side, dude. Show enough, my man. Appreciate ya. We'll keep it moving into the second best bet coming from me today. We're calling it the NEC. That's the Northeastern Conference, if you didn't know. The NEC Eliminator. 
my friends, uh, it's a matchup between the Central Connecticut State Blue Devils and the Fairleigh Dixon Knights. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a human being again. On my notes, I wrote Fair Dicks down here. That's <laughs> just It just made me chuckle. A little, little Fair Dicks Knights, you know, the old Fair Dicks Knights. Uh, man, maybe we think about changing something. I, uh, who, who the hell am I? Maybe a lot of story to history in that program over there. I don't know. Either way, my friends, I liked them for the full game. I liked the three and a half, but they've been a little weird in this matchup as of late. So I turn to the first half spread, and I absolutely love it. Now, this is the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the NEC, but if I'm really going to wrap up as the mid-major king, I have to get involved in this game, and I have to give you guys some very solid value, and I think this is the best value on the board. Now, I'm very, very tentative because of some of the scuffles FDU has had lately in the second half of games uh, for in order to make a play on the full game. Now, for the first 20 minutes, I'm okay with that. They tend to come out uh, kind of guns a-blazing, and it's been really interesting. Now, I'll skip all the usual bullshit, the uh, overall straight-ups, conference ATS, all that nonsense, yada, yada, and I'll cut straight to the point. This one's pretty short and sweet. Um, the last previous meetings between these two teams, uh, they've already played each other twice this season. Once on January uh, the 30th uh, of this year, obviously, duh, uh, Fairleigh Dixon, uh, led in the first half, uh, 33 to 21, and uh, they covered as a two-point favorite, 175 to 55 for the full game. So, okay, not bad, but they obviously covered the minus one and a half in the first half. Second meeting, February the 5th, they uh, lost 91 to 82 in overtime as three and a half point dogs. So that's what kind of made me tentative. However, they led in the first half 40 to 32. So once again, covered that minus one and a half. Now, if they do one thing very well, it's it's whoop Central Con State ass left, right, and center in the first half. It's what they do, point blank period. The last five meetings, they are three and two to the minus one and a half in the first half. They are uh, five and five in the last 10. And as a matter of fact, um, they have uh, only gotten better. The two failed covers uh, were back in 2020. So technically, I look at this as more as three and oh here recently because some of these players have only been around for those three years. So I really, really like the first half spread in this game. I think the Knights come out and absolutely whoop the Blue Devils in the first half. It, it's probably going to get sweaty in the second half. I'm not going to lie to you. That's why I'm avoiding it. But I think Fairleigh Dixon sticks to their trends. Speaking of trends, I really got none for this one outside of that. It's straight sweet to the point. Tis what it is. The Fairleigh Dixon Knights first half spread minus one and a half. Hey, man, I am. <laughs> Only first and only game on the slate for uh, any type of tournament yes, uh, implications, dude. I'm all about it. I don't know. I, I was trying to see if this one's actually gonna be on TV. I don't know that it is for sure. It might be one of those ones where you gotta dive through these teams' have websites to or what. <laughs> Takes a deep dive, but hey, if you're uh, okay. one of these ones where you really have to want to watch it, and uh, I mean, in your case, you only gotta watch the first half, man, which I'm all about. And yeah, I think avoiding the second half sweat and a second half collapse is the right move in this one dude so i like it a lot 100 percent. there you go there you have it got to get involved in uh one of the first conference tournament games and uh yeah i'll do some digging on uh where we can find that stream because it's probably gonna be hard to locate but i'll find it boys don't you worry yeah girls don't you worry either okay third and final best bet coming from your boy it's time to talk about my tournament 
Tex. If you're not familiar, this is the Mountain West Wiper, my friends. We're wiping the books clean with the final best bet coming for me. That's right, the Mountain West Wiper, pal. You come up with your own names, then we'll start talking. I'm taking the San Diego State University Aztecs minus one and a half against the Wyoming Cowboys here today. Honestly, you guys, uh, this line jumped off the screen at me. Uh, this is really the spot that we've talked about on this show. I think we hit on it almost every single day last week, partner, and at least once a week over the course of the entire college basketball season. And that's the public sweetheart, the Wyoming Cowboys, being a home dog of plus one and a half. You have to pause. You have to stop. It's like, what in the hell's going on? Stick a pin in that. We'll tell you why. I'm not going to tell you this ain't going to be sweaty. This is going to be real damn sweaty all the way down the end. But if you got some coyones to get involved, I promise you the tournament text will get us to the pay window. Now, I'm going to be 100% transparent with you, 150% with some of these uh, straight-up ATS trends, but I hope they make you believe as to why this line is a setup. San Diego State, 3-5 and five straight up, 4-4 four and four ATS on the road. I'm not hiding that from you. Five and one straight up, four and two ATS in their last six overall. So gra- gradually improving. I've been telling you about these tournament techs. They're 10 and four straight up, nine and five against the number in conference play. Now, this one, I want you to really listen to. They are one and two against the number uh, this season as a one to two and a half point favorite. Yes, I said one and two ATS against the number as a one to two and a half point favorite this season are the San Diego State University Aztecs. Now stick a pin in that. Think about all of that information I just gave you. And let's talk about Wyoming. They are 13-0 and straight up, 6-4-2 and against the number on their home hardwood. And they are a plus one and a half dog. Do with that what you wish. 4-2 and straight up, 3-2-1 and against the number of their last six overall. And they're a plus one and a half home dog. Do with that what you wish. 12 and 3 straight up. 9, 5, and 1 against the number in conference play, but they are a plus one and a half home dog. Do with that what you wish. Oh my gosh. They are 3 and 0 against the number as a one to two and a half point underdog this season, yet find themselves again as a plus one and a half point dog. I see the books standing on top of their counter and pulling their pants down and say, hey, take all of our books or take all of our money, fellas. No, my friends, are you kidding me? You're going to sit there and listen to all that information I just give you and buy into the Wyoming Cowboys as plus one and a half dogs. I sincerely hope you don't. I've got bit in the ass time and time again in this spot. Mags has pointed it out to me. We've stayed away from plays on the parlay because of it. And they've missed. The side that I'm taking today, San Diego State, has absolutely rolled. But there is one final key spot that I, or key point rather, that I absolutely love for this. And that is the bets and the money currently coming in. When I did this analysis this morning, Wyoming was getting about 83% of bets with 65% of money wagered on the spread. Yet they had not flipped to the favorites yet. That is because the books are keeping them as the plus one and a half dog to keep generating every single bit of Brinks trucks bags getting dumped on this spread. Do not be foolish my friends. Back the tournament text minus one and a half but you think I got dipshit written across my forehead. I promise I washed it off this morning. <laughs> Believe the trends. San Diego State 4-0 ATS last four Monday games. 21 and 8 against the number the last 29 on the road. How about this for a sample size partner? San Diego State 20 and 8 against the number the last 28 as a road favorite. 
favorite. Four and one are the Aztecs against the number of their last five, following an ATS win. Wyoming won four and one against the number of their last six home games versus a team with a losing straight up road record. And the favorite is five and two against the number of the last seven meetings between these two teams. Come on, baby. Let's go. We're getting down with the tournament text, minus one and a half. The Mountain West wiper, third and final, best bet of the day. <laughs> the wiper, dude. I like it, man. I've <laughs> You're talking my language every which way, dude. Whether or not it was this, uh, even if it wasn't a team that we respect as this team that gets it going at the right time, everything else would still tell me that that's the right side, man. Ah, <laughs> Uh, and, and not to mention, you've these matchups between the four or five best teams in this uh, this year conference, you've had some uh, solid insights on them. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I got the fucking eye for the old MVC. That was my MVC radar census. Yeah, I think the old arena auditorium is going to be looking and sounding more a little bit more like its name than the electric factory that it's been in the past. So I like it, dude. I like it a lot. I forgot about the arena auditorium, man. Oh, boy. The old double A. There you go. There you have it, my friends. My three best bets of the day. Okay. How about special play of the day? What do you think about them bananas? How about it? It's time for the Monday, 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 Monday Madness Parlay, my friends. I told you at the top of the show, it is truly mad. Six legs on this bad boy, two from the NBA hardwood, four from the college basketball hardwood, paying out the last time I checked at plus 3,945 odds. It's bananas. It's wild. I understand, but we wouldn't call it the Monday Madness Parlay if it fucking wasn't. So without further ado, we go to the four college basketball legs. I am pissed off for greatness with this parlay today, pal. We're getting straight to the pay window. Leg number one. Going to tried and true. Old faithful, if you will, as of uh, late for the TTL crew. The boys have been hot, so we're going to that hand. Charleston. Cougars plus five and a half first leg. Uh, they've been pretty damn hot uh, at first things first. But second of all, right here, right now, um, there is a boatload of bets and money coming in on uh, Hofstra is who they're playing. Yep. And uh, Hofstra is a perceived better team here in this spot. But uh, I think this one either finishes right at five or right at six. And obviously we tend to lean a little bit more to the five because our good friends over at Circus Sportsbook are holding this bad boy, where we're actually right behind us as well, are holding this bad boy right at six. So wouldn't you know? Oh my gosh, we got to get in before that key number goes away. Well, oh my, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> the legendary words of Sportsbook can sig. Nobody knows shit. Buy into the plus five and a half. The Cougars are hot. Partner, anything from you? I could not have added anything to that. I mean, the only other oh, thing geez. is sometimes, that... Sometimes I just... Gusto. Sorry. I mean, you nailed that one. It is uh, <laughs> becoming old reliable. I think that's the perfect word for it right now, man. And it's a situation where they're 2-2 two and two straight up with 4-0 and o ATS. If they were 4-0 and o straight up and ATS, it'd be a spot where it's like, all right, this team's a little too hot, and now it's time for yeah. some, some regression. But they're, they get those when they have those straight-up losses, they, you know, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't really uh, knock, knock the, uh, you know, the interest loose in the public's brain, for lack of a better term, if you know what I mean. 100%. I think I do. I like where you're at. <laughs> I think you're right. Either way, second leg on the Monday Madness Parlay. You ever get into a sentence you just say, get the, I mean, I the fuck out of here. I don't know if that's what it was. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the brightest bowl in the bowl drawer, but fucking. 
<laughs> you knock, knock the old head loose. I don't know. Suck, I can hear. Hey, the smoke. I can. Hey, hey, can you lift one of those headphones up for me? Let the smoke out real quick. Hey, oh, jeez, yeah. them gears were grinding. All right, second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. Baylor Bears against the Texas Longhorns. Not going to a side. We're going to the total. We're going over 135. And as a matter of fact, if you might say, oh, my gosh, it's down to 134 and a half from open at 136. That's actually why we love it the most. It is a setup and a half. I myself have been betting, uh, I don't know, I got uh, north of 300, maybe 350 college basketball bets on uh, under my belt here this entire season, and I've gotten burned in this exact spot multiple times. Partner agreed. Uh, we went back and forth on it a handful of times, and uh, I really just think if this one's going anywhere, it is flying over. One of the biggest defensive presences, uh, pre- pre- is that how you presences? Presence-i? Presence Either way, one of them... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyday Joe for uh, the Baylor Bears. Obviously, he is a fucking monster, and he means yeah. a lot on the defensive side. Um, it's sure on the offensive side, but the boys uh, for Baylor, they can still get to sick of them whenever they need to on the offensive side of the ball. So I really think we don't have anything to worry about there. I think Chris Beard has the boys cranked up, especially in Austin. Um, if this was in Baylor, uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't question it, but I think they'd scuffle a little bit more. But I think they put up enough points at home here to uh, make this worthwhile. So I love it dropping down. There's like 99% of money on this son of a bitch. And I think it's just monetary liability for sure on the under that being. So I love the over. Anything else, Big 12 Master yourself? Uh, looks like it ticked up on uh, FanDuel. Ticked up to 135 and a half. I believe we caught that one at 135. That looks beautiful Beautiful. to me. But, yeah, Texas, I mean, they're the team that, honestly, their offense is what would concern me, but their offense is playing really well right now, man. 75 and 82 last two times out. So I like it a lot. 100%. Uh, Yeah, 100%. Okie dokie. Third leg, still college basketball. We're going to the Fresno State Bulldogs minus 10. That's right. You just heard me say the Fresno State Bulldogs minus 10. If you know me, I do not lay chalk in any capacity whatsoever. But the New Mexico Lobos are the biggest public dog on this entire slate. Uh, They are getting boatloads of bets of money. And this line is absolutely going nowhere. Um, As a matter of fact, it was at 10.5, maybe 11 in some spots, mostly 10.5. And it's gone down to 10. I've already talked about that public expert line movement losing the hook in the direction that they think is going to be the right side. Folks, I do not lay chalk. And to get involved with minus 10, you got to know that that has some damn good value. Partner, I hear you chuckling. What else you got for leg number three? They just beat Air Force, dude. New Mexico, they just beat Air Force. They're the real oh, deal, right? Oh, they're the real deal. Holy field, bro. <laughs> no, they finally no. did it. I, I didn't even realize. It is apples and oranges. Did not realize. They both, their most recent game is against Air Force. New Mexico, really? only, New Mexico beat them 69-65, and Fresno beat them 65-40. to I uh, feel like that probably says more about Air Force than anything, but uh, the point that I'm trying to make here is that uh, I like that defensive outing last time. Yep. I would to carry that momentum into this one, man. 100%. Fresno State's, uh, Fresno State's defense have been something you can rely on all season long so far, so yeah. I, I love it too. Uh, leg number four. Oregon State Beavers plus eight, my friends. Um, this is another one. Boatloads of money coming in on the Washington State Cougars. Boatloads of bets. Everything in between. 
Yet this line is frozen stiff, solid. I'm talking about an ice cube. It ain't going nowhere unless you put it out on the porch. Well, right now it probably wouldn't melt because it's cold outside <laughs> in the Windy City. So that ice cube is staying frozen on that line right now. And it ain't going nowhere past the eight. Uh, has stayed there since last night into this morning, despite, again, the Cougars getting every shilling, shekel, NFT, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and everything in between tossed on them. Uh, that'll imagine when you can actually start betting with uh, fucking that cryptos. Goodness gracious. I think you can some places. But Oregon State plus eight, unless you got anything else to say. Eight skate, bait your mate. Ah, yeah. That's a perfect way to close it, my friend. <laughs> Leg number five. To the NBA hardwood. Go to Minnesota Timberwolves on the money line. I don't think they have a problem covering the spread, but you know when we get uh, when we get juicy stuff like this uh, going on, we don't need to sweat out a a, a big old spread with a, a favor. We can uh, just take the money line. We can be cool. Now Cavaliers opened uh, up plus one dogs on their home hardwood. I saw it last night. I said, "Ooh, this might be a bad matchup for the Timberwolves." Interesting. Woke up this morning. Up to three and a half, four in most spots, and uh, that just was a dead giveaway for me that the Timberwolves are going to be the more valuable side. Mags, you're the NBA guy around these parts. What you got to say about this one? Yeah, man, the way it's looking is uh, point guards for Cleveland going to be out of this one. So Tim Frazier, essentially, uh, you're bringing him in on very little experience with this lineup. Uh, offensively, point guard position, one way or another way you shake it, whoever's healthy usually is the way that they facilitate this offense. But with someone, Tim Frazier, who uh, electric player back at Penn State a few years ago, man, he's not going to be the guy that's facilitating this offense to, uh, to victory, in my opinion, on my side of things over here. As you drink, sorry. Mm-hmm. My fault. I always do that right at the end of your stuff. Um, leg number six, final leg on this bad boy. Sticking with the NBA hardwood, my friends. Wrapping it up. The Orlando Magic, minus one, mainly because, once again, the Pacers are getting all types of money tossed at them, yet this line will not flip to them being the favorites. It has lost the hook down to plus one, but, oh my gosh, what are they going to push this out at one point? Maybe, but we don't play to push. We think the Magic are going to get this done by a couple buckets at least. A uh, little bit of a rest advantage, I do believe. Partner, can you speak on that? Yes, sir. Uh, Pacers actually coming in on a back-to-back. -back. Uh, played last night and won in Boston, or at home against Boston, but now they're traveling on the road. Second night of a back-to-back -to, -back to Orlando. Um, and that's got a lot of people. I, I mean, if this was uh, if it was that easy for the Pacers, they'd be favored by three and a half, four against a bad team like the Magic. But when you really break it down, these teams are not far off at all. Orlando got it uh, cooking on the 25th. Uh, what is that, Friday? So they've got a couple mm. days rest. Got the win, albeit against a bad team in Houston, but a 119 uh, offensive showing is a good sign for me for them because when they're bad, they're putting up 85, 90, 95, 99, hard to crack 100. So when you get them, you know, when you get to see that visual, them putting up some points, it's uh, easier to trust. And especially with the rest advantage, I absolutely love it, dude. 150%. The rest advantage has been uh, your spot all year long. So uh, I know you could speak on that for both sides. And then, uh, hey, Pacers beating Boston last night, one of the better teams in the league. Hmm. Oh, they, they must be hot, Mags. They must be ready to rock oh, and yeah. roll. They're good to oh, go. Yeah. Showtime. Back-to-back, yeah. -back, we ain't buying it. Six legs on the Monday Madness Parlay. There you go. You got them all. You know it now. Paying out at over 39 to 1 odds. Well, while we got it here, we might as well just go on ahead and recap all of the best bets of the day. So let me get that old monitoring screen flipped again. Uh, partner, anything else you got to say in regards for the Monday or in regards of, rather, the Monday Madness Parlay? 
Dude, I, I, this is as uh, high of uh, an odds parlay as we've had, dude, and it's about as uh, solid as I felt about anything, man. We had a hey, we got the wheels at, back in the right uh, track for the most part last week. Couple, couple Tuesday, Wednesday winners, I do believe it was. So we're due for a Monday winner, dude. We're due for a Monday. I think we had four of the college basketball legs try to go to the hockey ice last week, dude. Not going there. I don't know. I think we got four college winners and a couple NBA winners on our uh, on our tab here today, my friend. I do believe you are spot on, and I do believe it is time. For the TTL Crew's best bets of the day recap for this beautiful February 28th, 2022. If you missed any of them, you're not around for this point in time, or whatever the case might be, you can find all of RMAG's best bets of the day on the Action Network app. He is at RMAGS, in all caps. I am there at cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can find all of these best bets we're about to talk about on the Action Network as well. Uh, Action Network app at Talking The Line. You can also find all of our best bets on the Chalkboard app. What do you know about that? Download that on the Apple Store. Uh, did I say that? Yeah, Apple Store. Either way, it's the only place you can get it. Not available on Google Play yet. Uh, it will be very soon. Don't message them. It will be there very soon. Follow them at, Chalk, uh, at Chalkboard HQ on Twitter. And then also you can go to TalkingTheLine.com. You can click on the Today's Best Bets tab right on the homepage and uh, head on over there see all of our plays for any given day and actually bet on them from your favorite sports book right on our homepage. now speaking of pull out your favorite sports book pull out your pens pencils and your paper whatever mode means or method you utilize to take stock of the ttl crew's best bets of the day because my friends it is now time officially to recap all of the ttl crew's best bets of the day for this beautiful monday of bets the last day of february 28th 2022 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Showtime, my friends. <laughs> Beautiful. Showtime, my friends. Please so kindly turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen. You see our Mags picks. He's got two coming at you. One from the college basketball hardwood and one from the NBA. We start collegiately with the Kansas State Wildcats and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. He's taking the over, 133 and a half. And he's also going to the NBA with the... San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. He's also taking the over 236 and a half. So kindly turn your attention to the opposite side of the screen, the right side of your screen for my best bets of the day. I got three coming at you. We got the Fordham Rams minus two, the Fairleigh Dixon Knights minus one and a half on the first half spread and the San Diego State University Aztecs, the tournament text, baby, minus one and a half for the full game in between us you see today's special play it's just another madness monday six legs on that baby the charleston cougars plus five and a half the oregon state beavers plus eight the baylor bears against the texas longhorns over 135 the fresno state bulldogs minus 10 and then on the nba hardwood the minnesota timberwolves on the money line and the orlando magic minus one parlayed up for an over 39 to one odds payout i see five straight plays and one special play that you will play for whatever you can afford be who you can afford to be but i promise they're getting straight to the pay window and bankrupting every damn sports book on this marketplace but before they do we need you to Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's best bets of the day that are all the wrong way. This side that are clearly primed for ticket cash. You need whatever the current best line is on you.
favorite sports book. Oh, baby. This is giving you some nice high school vibes, dude. <laughs> Straight high school. Straight high school ball court. That's all this is. You see, you see that little red block there next to the old uh, Fordham there? That's, red uh, block that's... next to the Fordham. <laughs> yeah, you can't even see it because that's my uh, Photoshopping skills out here, doing some work covering up the arena name so that I can ask oh, you where the now hell I do. Uh, no, I, I, was, I, forgot, I forgot we're in Fairleigh Dixon and Fordham Fairleigh Dixon <laughs> start with an F. And my, I was looking at the, uh, yeah, okay, now I get what you're saying. Uh, nice job. Way to blend it in there. Hi. Um... Um, I, I, you, I have no idea. I have no, absolutely no idea. It. There's no way. Uh, Stratis, Stratis or Stratis Arena at the Rothman Center. So this uh, Northeast Conference, at least the first couple of rounds, gets their games going in whoever the proceed or whoever the higher seeds home stadium is. So that's where we are today. Not a neutral site for your tournament game. We are at the old FDU, my friend. I thought so. I didn't see a neutral site, so I'm pretty hyped up about that, huh. to tell you the truth. Huh. Um, not that their home court advantage matters <laughs> for anything, right. but hey, there you go. There you have it. All of when, the TTO. When you've got, best when best you've got seats that retract back into the wall like uh, like we're in high school, I think that's probably a red flag as far as your home court environment. Not shitting on your play by any means. I think you're in a good spot, but I don't sure. think it's the home court advantage that's going to help you out. Mm, maybe maybe not who knows maybe, who knows who the maybe, hell's showing up maybe you hey, think maybe you're gonna turn this on and and, and everything you just said you're gonna have to <laughs> take your away. foot you're gonna have to take I, you literally I you got so. your foot to your knee in your mouth for crying out loud I so, so. Hey, we'll see what's happening <laughs> i hope so me jinxing my play maybe maybe the boys <laughs> actually show up all right six five straight plays one special play you got them all all right now it's time for the money line dice roll of the day, the next segment up on tap, you see it on the screen, tour slash wash. Now, I don't know why the hell this doesn't want to. There we go. All right. It's in the ticker now. I bring us back onto the screen, my friends. Okay. There we go. Wonderful. I got to let me stop the screen sharing this damn thing because it just is. Sometimes I tell you what. Sometimes... Oh, oh, S. Yeah, doesn't uh, not to not to shit on them or anything, but sometimes I tell you what. Sometimes they do not like screen sharing. It shit starts to glitching and yada yada yada. So let me get out of there. Uh, hold on, let me get all this shit straight real quick. All right, move on over yonder. Come on, baby. Where where the hell is my mouse at? Oh man, I don't wanna. I don't wanna close out the whole fucking show. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. It won't let me fucking. What the hell is going on? Come on, you. Hold on one second, kids, until the money line dice roll of the day. Do 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 do. I don't know what the fuck is going. On. It's like my mouse is like stopping. Hold on, halfway through, gotta fix the old mouse here real quick, kids. <laughs> apologies, uh, apologies for uh, the moment here, but uh, we should be back in action. All right, there we go. Yep, the mouse was freezing up just as I was literally like getting across the page. It would just stop working, and then everything was kind of glitching out. So. It's it's now time for the money line dice roll of the day. The dice are putting on their old hockey skates and grabbing the stick, ready to go to the NHL ice. They got the matchup between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Washington Capitals in their sights here today. However, we don't know any of the information about this matchup. So, uh, partner, why don't you let us have the deets? All right, dude. We are in uh, Washington for this matchup tonight. Capitals, the home dogs in this one. Uh, they are in a wild card spot right now, hanging on to the second wild card spot in the East right now. Nice little cushion size, so not a ton to worry about. But obviously, don't like being on the old uh, 
te- te- technical bubble there. You hear that bad boy? Jesus. Oof, put Goodness. a muzzle on that thing. Sheesh. <laughs> uh, so Washington's in the playoff spot right now. Toronto three seed in the Atlantic Conference. Uh, so they've got a nice little cushion. These teams are uh, two of the better teams in the East here. I mentioned Washington, the home dogs, plus 116 on the old money line. And the Maple Leafs minus 140 on the money line, plus 184 on the puck line. And the total is at six and a half. Big old whopping total in this one. Six and a half here in Washington. I've got nothing to add. I do believe this. So the Capitals plus one and a half is at minus 230. We'll probably, uh, we probably won't go to that one. We don't like getting that chalky. But uh, maybe the dice will go to the road leaves anyways. We'll see. 150%. Um, well, as a reminder, it seems to be that the dice get really hot and then really cold and then really hot and then really cold and then really hot and then really cold. Well, last week was really damn cold. We're talking Antarctic. We're talking sub-zero terrain. We're talking you better have 10 layers on if you want to get involved because they are chilly. Two and seven for the Moneyline Dice last week. They had 0-2 to close out Friday, if that's what oh. you're thinking about over there, partner. Uh, yeah, I could tell it in your eyes. You were thinking, what you know what one? they did on Friday? Remember the matchup? Minnesota plus three, Minnesota Moneyline. I literally looked at it two seconds so I would be able to say it. 0-2 day, 2-7 and seven for the Moneyline Dice on the week. Now, what I will tell you is when they have a cold week, they show up the next week and get absolutely blazing hot. The last time that they had a cold week, I will tell you, because I got it tracked here, they did go 1-5, and five, and then they followed it up with an 8-1 week. No, I apologize. Actually, they went 4-9 uh, and nine over 13 plays, and then they followed it up with an 8-1 week. One week, nine plays went 8-1. Last week, 2-7 and seven over nine plays. <laughs> Goodness. Now we see what's happening. Now maybe the inanimate objects might be ready to rock and roll. I have no idea. There is one keyword in that sense that they are ready to do. And boys and girls, that's roll, baby. You hear it? Little ASMR of the old dice for you this morning. First things first, home or away. We going with the old home team, Washington Caps, or the away team, Toronto, son of a... Doggone. Oh, shit. This isn't good, Mags. Oh, boy. We fucked oh, boy. up, dude. Dice, you know, uh, Dice just making it look a little, oh, whoa, we're a little clumsy today, the Dice, and then they go on a 7-2 a oh, no. streaker on the flip side. I don't know, dude. I don't know where, oh, I got it. Fuck. <laughs> Ow! Shit! Ow! Fucking shit! Ow! Fucking fuck! Hey, everybody! I'm back. Oh, son of a bitch! I fucking just hit the fuck out of my, hey, you better cash a ticket, you some bitch. Gosh, hold, man, now I'm all discombobulated. Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, everybody. <laughs> wait, wait, where else are you going to go and get this type of shit? You know, hold on, soapbox for a minute. You can go somewhere and literally watch some buttoned-ass bullshit of people talking about shit that doesn't even give a fuck, or you can come here and have a good time and fall out of your chair laughing because your host is doing stupid shit like that. Now, there are a few places that we really respect that do the exact same thing. Shot at... Wink, wink, to a lot of uh, similar places like that. However, 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 I digress. First roll of the day, money line dice after that fucking (laughs) rabbit hole. All right, dice, home or away? (laughs) We go into the caps or the leaves? We find out in three, in two, in one. Home team. Right to it. Home team, Washington caps. 
We're gonna have to shout out. Hey, well, obviously unofficial. We got to shout out our guy Biscuit. If this, uh, this Biscuit this stays bro, true, dude. Have you seen our homie? He's getting huge. He's getting huge. <laughs> yeah. oh. I think I just stopped paying attention well, to Biscuit. I don't know. Give me a break, dude. I, he's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a little fella anymore. Right. Yeah. Sometimes people. Sometimes <laughs> when those guys they get out of little fella mode, they get into big fella mode. Everybody <laughs> loses interest. I've been keeping track. You oh. don't know who Biscuit is. You guys are probably fucking all types of confused right now. But I'm telling you, Biscuit, shout out. Money line or against the spread? Are we getting a plus money poly ticket or maybe the plus one and a half? I am not certain, neither is Mags, but I ensure you we all find out per the money line dice in three, in two, in one. ATS! ATS. What is that? Plus one and a half? Is that like, yeah, it's like minus one bullshit or minus two something? It's like 225 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Money line. <laughs> that one doesn't really matter. <laughs> Washington Capitals on the money line. Wild card roll. My friends, will the die be doubling down on the old Washington Caps? Or will they say, boys, we need a re-roll. We apologize. We already had enough nonsense going on today, but we need just a little bit more sprinkled in. Or are we going to the total? We know exactly where it's finishing, and we're going to give you two tickets to cash to start off this week to help give you some more faith after last week's antics. I don't know. Neither does Mags. But, my friends, I ensure you we all find out in three, in two. Come on, dice. In one. ATS, I see. Home ATS. Double and down. It's a double and down affair. This guy. This guy out there with the horses, dude. Biscuit. I'll biscuit. I'll biscuit. I'll biscuit. The dice have If you want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window tonight, no questions, no qualms, no quarries, not per any living, breathing, heart-beating human being on this planet, but per the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful money line dice hammer in right here, right now. The Washington Capitals on the money line in their matchup with the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank, Thank you, Dice. I mean, I might just—I might just—I'm diving in the water, dude, and just—I'm blindly—I'm blindly going in this week, man. Unless it, unless we start off like 0 and 2, 0 and 3, 0 and 4, or something like that, I'm going in. I'm going in 100, percent dude. I'm going in. Especially today, with biscuit, dude. We're teaming up with biscuit for fuck's sake, man. It's a lot of monetary liability. It looks like over on the on the Leafs. Speaking of, as far as actual 62 percent of bets, 89 percent of money on the Leafs money line. Hey, you do not say, my friend. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Holy shit. Well, that definitely makes me feel a lot more confident about the old Washington Caps. But, hey, we got the power of Biscuit, bro. If you guys don't know, Biscuit is the uh, Washington Capitals, um, well, kind of their, their their dog for the season. He's a service training dog. And, like, somebody yeah. on the staff, I guess, trains him. And he just, I don't, I don't know how the whole backstory behind it, but he's the damn Washington Capitals dog. And Biscuit is the shit. I showed Mags to him, or him <laughs> to Mags, when no. he was like, what, what was he like fucking... 
He was like maybe a couple of months old. Like they had just got him. I mean, he was a baby, baby. Probably you saw like he's preseason-ish. Like, yeah, you saw him like he's a, he's, a, he's a big pooch now. He's, he's out there pup. with the horses, yeah. but he was a little pup. And I was like, bro, have you seen Biscuit? And he's like, the fuck? And I was like, bro, Biscuit. Biscuit. It's like, who the fuck is Biscuit? I don't know. I'm like, dog, Biscuit is so fun. You got to check out fucking Biscuit. And then, bro, now it's like. me out because I still don't know what it is. And then I, oh. Biscuit, okay. Oh, Biscuit. And then as soon as you know about Biscuit, you just like, you, you kind of are in the Biscuit yeah. crew. And then you're just like, have you heard about Biscuit? And I was like, what? It's a fucking Biscuit, dog. It's a fucking Biscuit, man. He's the shit. <laughs> so there you go. We get to back Biscuit in the caps tonight for the money line dice on the money line. Hey, uh, shout out. I got, I, I, I got hats everywhere over here. Shout out the money line dice. Wanna, you, you want one of these sick ass hats? Or uh, any of the other wearable merch they got over there. Or maybe your own set of Moneyline Dice. Their own handy-dandy carrying case. Or maybe son of a bitch. I got all types of shit over here. We got MMA scorecards. We got freaking tracking books. We got... No, they don't sell pens. But you just get those up the street at Walgreens or whatever the hell. Either way, they got everything you need over there for if you're a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate. So you see the doggone website and the tickers. Go and buy a couple times. Head on over MoneylineDice.com. Tell them your good old friend's... Oh, our mags to riches and Cap and Colt sent you over yonder uh, looking for some product. And uh, once you do, it's between us. Enter code TTL10 at checkout. TTL10 at checkout. 10% off your first order, MoneylineDice.com. Shout the fuck out, Moneyline Dice. Shout, Shout the out fuck out. Shout out. Okay, dude. The train is officially off the tracks. It's 59 minutes after the top of the 10 o'clock hour. It's almost to be, oh, it's 11 o'clock the time. Dude, can you believe that? It is destiny. It is the perfect, perfect, perfect. How, 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 how have we, no, no clock around me, no timer, no nothing, but simply the flick of the 1059 to the 11 on the bottom of my monitor my friends it's a hell of a time to remind you to smash that subscribe button hit the notification bell follow like share comment retweet all that good stuff we can't tell you how much we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you when you do those things it only helps us make bigger and better content for you and make ttl sports media go straight to the damn moon without further ado it's time to kick off the second half of the show partner uh i got a question for you What's been burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 233 of the Talking the Lion podcast on this wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous, T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C last day of February 228, 2022. All right, dude, you said at the top it is uh movie Movie Trivia Monday! Movie Trivia Monday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie Madness, Movie Trivia Monday. Yeah, we're talking movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out! Let's go! All yeah, right. dude, I literally had a stack of fucking DVDs. It's just right on the other side of this here uh, screen I have a weird feeling here, that uh, if uh, one of the ones that you pulled, if you pulled out all of your DVDs that you have, you probably would have pulled one of the ones that we're going to talk about. But okay. I got four movies, dude. Okay. I got four movies. We're doing. We're sticking comedy genre today. All right. And I'm giving you some clues. And you, know you gotta tell me what the hell movie we're talking about. We got some clues. Yeah, you gotta guess what movie. Okay. Yep. All right. First one, nineteen ninety six. I said they're all comedy, so I'm gonna say comedy. Nineteen ninety six uh-huh. comedy. Okay. Okay. Yep. I was the uh, stout age of one. Yep. Mm-hmm. One sure, year old. Sure, sure. 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 You know this movie. Uh-huh. Nineteen ninety six yep, yep, yep. comedy. Supporting cast includes Carl Weathers, uh, Julie Bowen, 
let's see, Francis Bay and uh, Richard Keel. You probably don't know these names, but if you saw them, uh, then there's a few that if I say them, I'll probably give it away. Tagline of this movie, so like the sub tagline, he doesn't play golf, he destroys it. Okay, okay I just I just had to see Carl Weathers. It's fucking Happy Gilmore. It is Happy Gilmore. Final <laughs> clue. Final clue was you're in big trouble, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> I didn't look up. I I looked up who Carl Weathers. But I didn't look up the movie, but as soon as I that's what that's what popped up, and it was just him. As I soon as I see. saw Carl Weathers, I know you can't see, but it's just like yeah. three pictures of him, and I was Carl just Weathers, like, yep. Oh yeah, exactly what he's saying. That's got to be Happy Gilmore. Shout out, dude. I haven't seen that. You've been uh you've been on the old school Sandler kick the last few Mondays here. Little uh, Happy I, Madison last dude, week. Happy I Gilmore. couldn't think of it. Gilmore, though. Yeah. Gilmore's Gilmore. one of my... I, I watch that Classic. every once in a while, dude. One Classic. of my favorites of all time. I, Shooter McGavin, this is going to sound Shooter. silly, but Shooter McGavin is actually one of like my favorite movie villain, vil, movie villains like of any genre. <laughs> like, period. Shooter, out. <laughs> Bro, oh, when hey, the- Shooter, what'd you think of uh, Happy Gilmore's uh, par one, or, uh, Hole in One on Par 4? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd he finish? Dead last? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a good day, though. <laughs> I, I what uh, time, what what was that when it was uh, Sandler? Was it like the fortieth or fiftieth anniversary or twentieth anniversary of Happy Gilmore? When it was like uh, Sandler and um, the guy who the actor who plays uh, Shooter McGavin. It must um, have been because they were like going back and forth. Remember, they were like going back and forth on Twitter, and he was like, "Hey yeah. Gilmore, I'll see you." It was funny oh, as dude. fuck, dude. It was hilarious. Sure, it actually, I don't know who the hell runs it, but it's verified. I think it's verified. But I, Aaron Rodgers and Shooter McGavin's like Twitter uh, profile used to go back and forth on some oh, really? goofy shit like there's that. A, there's a Shooter <laughs> profile. That's funny. Dude. I didn't know that. And, it, and it's gotten to it's gotten a little oversaturated now, to where he just recycles the same shit. To where it's like, mm. all right, yeah, we ah. get it, man. But it used to be really funny though. Oh, um, okay. It's a quick sidebar, and I'm sure to kind classic of classic Packers fan. Okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, no quick sidebar though. It'll apply, apply to a lot of these movies, and I was turned on to it by uh, the Ringers Rewatchable podcast. A lot of these comedy movies that you Speaking and I and a lot of our genre like absolutely love. When the movies, fuck did we get Ice Cream? <laughs> a lot of these movies that you and I love. Uh, there's a guy, famous movie critic Roger Ebert, who absolutely just like he get, he'll, like he gave one and a half star for this movie, and then just goes on this whole just rant of just how miserable and stupid this movie. <laughs> like like essentially watching it from the most like realistic and like taking everything with like the most serious grain of salt absolutely possible, and just uh-huh. writes the dumbest reviews possible. And you go back and read it, and it's just like, oh, what <laughs> what were you watching, dude? So I, I won't go into any reviews, but. Okay. If you want to check him out, there's a. I'm sure there's a way to find uh, some of his uh, worst reviews or best reviews or whatever mm-hmm. you want to look at. Okay. Okay. Number two. Yeah. 2005 comedy. 2005 yeah. comedy. Uh, supporting uh-huh. cast member of Mr. Christopher Walken. He is included in this uh, supporting cast. Um, don't know if there's anyone else that you would have recognized as far as supporting cast that wouldn't give it away. Bradley Cooper is actually supporting cast of this one. Um, a tagline for this one, just a couple of guys, they're just a couple of guys who just want to have fun. So that's one tagline for the movie. And a quote in this one, uh, this is an exchange here, uh, I want a bicycle. Listen, a bicycle is going to take a lot of balloons, and frankly, Uncle Jeremy is a bit tired. How about I make you something else? I just want a bicycle. Why, why, why are you yelling at me? So that's a little kid talking to a, a grown-ass man at a wedding. Damn, is it Wedding Crashers? It is Wedding Crashers. Hell yeah. All right. I was thinking so. Let's go, dude. I do that all the time. 
that quote. I, I don't know what the why 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 are you yelling at why, me? I don't know why that cracks me up every single time. The way he just asked that. Why why are you yelling dude, at me? Dude, classic bro, what's the last movie that fucking Owen Wilson has done, dude? Like at least that's notable. I'm sure he's been like, in a lot of uh actually uh I've only I have not seen it at all, but just because I keep seeing the previews for it, uh, he just did a movie with J Lo. That's like a, another rom com, like typical rom com on Peacock, Marry Me or whatever. Oh, I see. Uh, um, and, then, and so, and, and as far as things that would be on our radar, not a ton, honestly, not a ton of stuff. Like the last, like the last most recent thing I can feel like he did that was just like off the wall was Drill Bit Taylor. Like that was that. That's one of my. That's one of my all. There's definitely more in between that. But yeah, that yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like yeah, that. Yeah. That one just really sticks out in my mind. Uh, yeah. I mean, they had the internship. Did you? I think that's what it's called. Him and Vince Vaughn, the internship. Did you ever watch that one? I feel like I did. Same style of comedy. It's pretty good. If you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. If you like those movies, it's definitely like a seven out of ten. If you like, if if Wedding Crashers is a movie that you absolutely love, it's probably like a seven out of ten on that type of scale. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, it's been a long time since I watched Wedding Crashers, but damn, dude, classic Vaughn and Wilson, bro. There was like that little, at like five to seven year period that they just raked, bro. Like they yeah. were they were the dudes in in all types of movie, and now <laughs> they they made their millions. They're fucking hot. They don't want it's they dude. don't want to deal with this shit nowadays. No. So I mean, Vince Vaughn's been real. He so he, if you're a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, hasn't and haven't watched the new season, he plays actually. Uh, so he's uh, Marty Funkhauser's nephew and sons, and Marty Funkhauser's Stop. nephew or Stop. excuse me, Funkhauser dies in real life. Um, oh shit! Then, I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, so now Vaughn is a, was a larger part and kind of like taking oh, that role, shit. but as his nephew and obviously oh, just puts his own like he's his own personality. It's it's awesome. And it's, <laughs> it's like so yeah, good. like that same Funkhauser dry cop like. What do you? What uh, for do you the mean, most part, maybe? not like a hundred percent. Like it's it's Vince Vaughn, yeah. but like if but you like that like, same told Vince Vaughn to act like you're a Funkhauser, essentially. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! It's awesome. I love it's that. Awesome. I love that, dude. <laughs> it's awesome. Maybe, uh, dude. Yeah. I fuck. Oh, I love Larry. I fucking um, love Larry, dude. Oh uh, yeah, new season is hilarious. Uh, pretty, movie number three. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, movie number pretty three. Two thousand and nine comedy okay 2009 uh jeffrey tambor and ken jong are supporting actors if you need a better visual i feel like you should know ken jong but if you need a better, better visual you can go ahead and look up those dudes you know jeffrey tambor is sounds familiar but i can definitely ken jong for sure you mean uh, dr ken jong <laughs> uh jeffrey tambor is uh oh okay for sure for yeah. sure yep 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 okay yeah once you see his face it's like oh okay okay uh, okay, so it's a back-and-forth quote here as far as helping you out. The uh, tagline is a little too easy for you on this one. Uh, the quote, what if he's dead? I can't afford to lose somebody close to me again. It hurts too much. I was so upset when my grandpa died. How did he die? World War II. He died in battle? No, he was skiing in Vermont. It was just during World War II. <laughs> I have not fucking seen this fucking movie in so long, bro, and I cannot fucking think... I have literally, I literally can see this scene, bro, and that scene fucking murders me every time I see it, and I cannot think of the fucking name, dude. Oh, like, it's like we've talked about. No, the he movie. didn't. He didn't. He didn't die in battle. He was just skiing. It was just during World War II, <laughs> brother. Skiing during Vermont. Oh fuck! Oh, man, it's not. It's it's not Hangover. Like those two are in Hangover together, but is it? Is it the Hangover? It's a hangover. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, it really is. Okay, yeah. shit. I was thinking it yeah. was. I was just thinking that was too obvious. Fuck. Yeah. So it is. It is that line, bro. Every time. And there is that when they're in 
the... I imagine they're in the car. Is that when they're in I, the I, bedroom? Because there's like a... Well, no, because I don't think Jung ever comes over to the house. Because I know there's like a scene where Alan and and the... the, 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 the other guy, No, the other guy you just showed. Uh, the, the dad. Oh, Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, yeah, he plays the dad. Movie, yeah, 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 right. There's like a scene in the room, but it's not... Because, yeah, I don't think Ken Jong ever... So I... I guess that's probably when they're. Oh yeah, that's when they're looking for Ken Jong in in Bang uh, Bangkok or, or looking for Alan, right? Or no, they're looking for. Wait, I think they're just driving. I don't know. I I think they're driving out at the end. That's when they're like in the car at the end, I hmm. think, and then driving. Maybe. Out. I don't know. I don't know that. Out. I know that scene gets me every damn time. Because <laughs> that's uh that's him and that's Bradley tambor, Cooper dude. that's asking him. That's Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah, dude, that's a classic fucking tambor quote. Like that's just like his character <laughs> in a movie. If anything, like that's a classic line. Like just that's hilarious. All right. Last one. This one's gonna be tougher because I, I, uh, less, I less, uh, very funny movie, less quotable for sure. This one's gonna be a little tougher. I made this one a little tougher here. Uh, 2007 comedy. Okay, 2007. Um, let's see. Uh, Jonah Hill and Jason Siegel are actually supporting cast members in this movie. Jonah Hill and Jason Siegel, Marshall from How You Met Your 2007? Mother. 2007. 2007. So just Ooh. before. I don't Whoa. know if this is right before or right after Super Bad, but Jonah Hill was a supporting cast member in this movie, okay? Tagline for the movie is Save the Due Date. Not the movie Due Date, but the tagline for the movie is Save the Due Date, okay? Um, so something to do with babies in this movie, okay? Uh, so this quote probably isn't going to give it away, but I, I thought this was absolutely hilarious. So character is watching Cheaper by the Dozen after taking mushrooms, and he says, this isn't funny. This guy's got 12 kids. That's not funny. That's a lot of responsibility to just be laughing about. This is sick. This is a sick movie. I got to turn this off. It's freaking me out. <laughs> you got any other quotes? Uh, quotes? No. I. I it's, it's a tougher one. So. Uh, yeah, it is. Catherine Heigl is in the in the movie. Seth Rogen is in the movie. Paul Rudd is in the movie. Oh, uh, 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 make a porno? No, not a terrible guess, but no. It's pretty fucking close to that whole fucking lineup, though. They made it, though, that whole lineup made a fuckload of movies together. Like, they, they own that. John Apatow was the director. I probably didn't need to say that, but. Damn, dude. kids are in the movie. Damn, dude. I, I, I was gonna say it's less quotable. I don't know if there's a quote that I would give it away. It's knocked up, knocked up, knocked up, knocked up. Damn, what's that? Ah, dude, there was there was that. In the, damn, I was thinking. I see. I was thinking this movie, but I was thinking the wrong title. Um, I was thinking. Yes, man, uh, is what you were thinking. Maybe. No, I was thinking the one or, with Will Ferrell, um, where he fucking and I don't even think any of these guys are in it. Yeah, so it was, it was totally fucking dead. My brain was... Wrong spot, dude. Don't listen to me. Wrong spot. <laughs> I I don't know that I would have gotten that one from the clues, though, because that's like... It's, that yeah. one's, it's almost as funny as all these other movies. It's just it doesn't get the same love. It's not quite as quotable, I feel like, is yeah. the issue. I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, it's funny, though, that whole squad, like like I said, Zach and Mary make a porno. That was, that's a yeah. fucking hilarious That's another movie. one that like, doesn't get a ton of love either. No, dude, man. It's funny. like that little... That squad, it's kind of like... They did like what three, four, five movies together, and they kind of all just like popped off. And then, and then like a smaller like, amount of them, like like role models, like like they kind of started like, a few of those same fucking actors, actors yeah. and actresses are in there Pineapple as well. Express, this like is yeah, Pineapple, exactly, dude, exactly, dude. That little squat. Oh yeah, dude, this is the end. Is hilarious. Holy shit, role models. Like I can't get that was a movie out of that. I haven't seen this a long time. 
this is the end came out when we were high school and we had a whole crew of people it was like a summer movie we had a whole crew of people and it was rated r so everyone except for one person was uh, of age to see this rated r movie our pal jp was the one that was not he had a summer birthday and he was not so we all get tickets and there's like seven of us like six seven of us and we all except for jb jp get a ticket to this is the end and so he gets to just like <laughs> at the end of the line just not like intentionally acting like he's not with us but just like i don't know we didn't have to we felt like we didn't have to explain it to these people he's just like oh yeah give me actually i know the movie it was world war z pg-13 and so I like, all right, whatever. We get our get our concessions, go to the movie, sit down. Mind you, it's not like it's not dead, but it's also not crowded at all. And so we're sitting in there like 20 minutes before the movie starts, just hanging out for a second. And then a, a, an employee of the movie theater walks up to the entire top row, singles JP out and is like, hey, can I see your ticket? And we're just like, are you fucking serious right now? And JP's like, ah, I like tries to do the ah, e, ah, I don't know where it is. Uh, and then and then I think they might have said like, yeah, like we saw you like with this entire crew like this and that. And he's just like, yeah, here's my ticket. And so he had to, he went and goes to World War Z by, his, by himself for the next two hours <laughs> he was so classic. upset dude fucking classic so uh. and all of us were like hell because this is like this is the height of what we just talked about these yeah, dudes like really was. super bad pineapple like the height it of like it to where movie. they just yeah. nailed out like four of the like four best movies and then there's this with this yep. entire crew and we're like yeah dude we're, you we, gotta see we don't want to we don't want to leave this movie it was <laughs> like it is definitely like rated r for sure though. like that was oh, one yeah. of the worst ones dude that oh, one was yeah. off the charts but yeah. damn dude that's funny but as shit. still like singles them out so hard that they they decided that they had to go to the theater go to the top row where there's like probably 20 other people in the theater of like a oh, 200 seat theater <laughs> Like, come on. You you don't care that much about your job. Like, come on. It's not that serious. Like, come on, come guy, on. for real. It's not that fucking serious. Come on, guy. Come on. Come and on. Said, and my, if, thankfully, World War Z was a sick movie, so he wasn't super pissed off. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, have you seen that movie? Sidebar? Total Sidebar? Uh, like, have you seen that movie? Not in full, but like, like the zombies in that movie, bro, are fucking... Those are some wild zombies. Oh, those yeah. are like... Those are really fast zombies, dude. I yeah. don't like those too much. Those zombies scare me, bro. I like I can do the ones that just eat brains and are really slow and stupid and like if yeah, you if you surrounded your entire house with a bunch of treadmills, they just continue to walk on the treadmill. Oh, and then you could just open up a window and fucking blow them away one at a time. I've thought about a zombie apocalypse. Hey. Trust me, I got it in the bag. Um, yeah, but the World War Z zombies, if that's what we're running into, that's where you hit some walls. I uh, I'm going into the underground bunker. I'm staying there until yeah. I can't hear yeah. anything. Period. Right. Point blank. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe For those sure. maybe those things are smart enough to open that. I don't know. We gotta have something that <laughs> I detonates. Think so, dude. Yeah, not to get I gotta have something that, rabbit hole. Something but those, that, those, those, those zombies messing around, yeah. dude. So then maybe you have something that detonates the handle on top, and then you can only open it from the inside once you're actually in there. So. Like you put some C4 or some shit and you can like just blow the fucking handle off. But then you also still got a handle (laughs) on the inside so the dummies can't get in. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's a good I, play. I like yeah. that. I like that. Hey, man, dude, call me crazy. They got motherfuckers who are buying these doggone shipping containers for fucking 20, 30, 40, 50,000 yeah. a pop, burying these bitches like fucking 50, 60 feet underground and having their own little home underground and bug out shelter. So, hey, dude, it's not crazy. Three, three things. Three things a wise, wise old redneck once taught me that you should uh, you should stock up on in case anything like this happens. You know, maybe it's not maybe it's not World War Z. Maybe it's World War Three with all this shit going on. Beans, bullets, and blankets. You stock up on those three things. Yeah, a little bit of water too. 
No, that's never bad. You'd be able to survive anything. Promise you. Outside of that, um, <laughs> outside of that, I got beans, dude. Yeah, dude, beans, bullets, and blankets. That's what you need, <laughs> partner. Anything else you got over there in regards to uh, movie trivia Monday? I don't think so, dude. I think that's uh, about all I've got for movie Monday, dude. Uh, not terrible, not terrible. Tough questions, tough quiz, yeah. but uh, you know. Show, show. How about a uh, quick little visit into Colts Crypto Corner? Okay, go ahead. How about that? Little cap and gold. Uh, as you guys know, I've uh, dove, dove, did, dived deep into the. Uh, oh, we got comment. Who we got? Who we got? Come on, come on. Oh, nobody. Bummer. Nobody. Hold on. Phil Jones. F I L L Jones. That's kind of a dope name, if I'm being honest. Yeah, F I L L. Phil Jones. That's <laughs> not even how you spell Phil, but whatever. Uh, you guys know I'm delved deep into the NFT community. Uh, I've had a couple of people reach out, ask me questions. Don't be scared. Uh, feel free. Ask me questions. It's not crazy. It's not wild. You're not stupid. Uh, I just wanted to, to flex one of my newest my newest finds here. I uh, thought I was done, but I had a little bit of uh, liquidity left in uh, some old uh, some old stocks and uh, decided to get rid of them bad boys. And uh, I said, you know what? This is the future. Forget uh, the real world. I'm all about this. So I uh, got rid of the last little bit that I held in the real world. And uh, shout out to Typical Tigers, bro. Uh, I had my one Typical Tiger. I flexed him last week. And now we flex this bad boy because, you know, you can't have only one, uh, you can't have only one referee officiating a game, right? You sure. can't just have one; you need two. So I introduce you to typical Tiger number seventeen ninety one. My guy, <laughs> I love him so much, dude. The afro, the blue and white. If you know me, blue is one of my favorite colors. Mags disappeared. He he passed out. It's so gorgeous. Um, that's that's my that's my new guy. It's my new tiger. Um, the typical tigers, man. If you want to know a little bit about them, they are actually a uh, they're actually a community. Um, uh, the NFT project was basically founded to save the tigers. If you guys uh, watch back all the way, like uh, beginning of COVID, you remember Tiger King? Uh, you fucking Carol Baskin and all that shit and all yada. Well, Carol Baskin's actually involved with the old typical tigers, and I've got the opportunity to hang out and listen to her speak, and she's actually a really, 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 really awesome individual, and minus all of the, the public persona and bullshit and Netflix and everything that comes with persona, Carol Baskin is a really, really, really she fucking cool shit. human being. <laughs> she did that fucking shit. She's a really, really cool fucking human being, and, you know, there's jackasses that still do that from time to time, but she's she's yeah. a real fucking cool person. So she's involved with this. It's actually uh, 3,900 of the, those NFTs, so I got I got two of the 3,900 hundred shout out but um they actually all the funds well not all the funds some of the funds go to uh actually saving the tigers they've already um i can say we i guess uh have already um transferred a tiger to the phuket zoo phuket zoo however you say it in thailand uh it's a little baby girl that was uh she was pretty pretty scrawny and they got her built back up now she started she's starting to get together too so I, i just i loved I loved what it was about, so I originally bought my first one. I just loved what it was about, and then I really got involved with the community and and started hanging out. And uh, I said, you know what, fuck it, I got to get two because there's there's some cool utilities, some cool roadmap, and and some of the stuff that's coming up here, man. And for this space, is is just great. So, what do you got? I think these got? ones, dude, that uh, would maybe bridge the gap of making people stop thinking that it's just a, J, a JPEG or whatever sure. is these ones that have these charitable applications to it, man. I mean, if right. you can like, like legitimately explain that like, you actually might have helped save an actual tiger, not just, oh, we're yeah. going to save the tigers. It actually – we actually did. We actually did that. I I think that would be uh, you know one step at least for a certain chunk Check of the population out. to realize that that ain't just a picture. You know what I mean? 150% my man and, and check this out so 
3,900 of these have been sold. They're about to drop a secondary. This is the Genesis collection. They're about to drop a secondary collection of baby tigers. So mm -hmm. every typical tiger holder gets a baby tiger as well as an additional baby tigers on top of that. Some stuff like that. Some 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 additional shits you can find out to go into the Discord. Shout out. Read about it. I don't want to give it all away. Read about the announcements. But they're going to have that too. So then another 3,900 whatever they end up making the mint price everything all in between so and then for instance you see if you're watching on twitter right now you see my uh right up in this area over here you see my pfp my profile picture that's the ether brews and uh that's one of my brews and yeah we do view it as your universal access token to breweries around the globe but i've also had the opportunity to donate to five gyres uh, a charitable organization if you don't know there's five gyres in the world's ocean and i'll let you go and i won't go down that rabbit hole. i'll let you go look up what all that is but one of the only ways that i like through the research i've done and what i've known and what i've listened to one of the only ways that i truly think that you can impact climate change and what all this is is really start in the oceans my man like it's pretty simple to start picking up trash and fucking right. oil spill like it's pretty fucking simple so we've been able to do that um they also first door um which is you wouldn't think with a a beer based nft uh first door is the our other charitable organization and uh we actually give back that is a one of the largest rehab facilities and recovery programs in uh the great white north shout out to our friends up there in canada but um yeah dude and that's that only scratches the surface of one of these things and i've said it so many times you know, and if you get into the space you'll hear so many people say it but you come to this space everybody knows it's funny, everybody's starting to really find out about the Board Ape Yacht Club. You can ask just about anybody and they they can they they, they kind of snap their head. Be a what Board Ape Yacht Club. Like they kind of know now, but they don't really know. So I'm telling you, the 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 more you get involved in this, uh, and if you do decide to get involved in this, it is some of the most welcoming group of people, the the most welcoming community, and and it's only it's only up from here. There's only great stuff that can come and and i mean just these charitable organizations are only the beginning of it i mean there's so much other utility not only for you but for the community both in real life from into web 3 i mean that's another reason like we work on web 2 man like I, i'm trying to get us a nice easy smooth transition here into web 3 so I mean, we'll be here. We ain't going nowhere. You, you guys want to know about it. I mean, I've had a couple of people reach out, but not super in-depth. It it does take a little bit to get set up, for sure. And you got to know, like, uh, like about five things. Like, do not do this uh, as yeah. far as, like, clicking on links is one of the biggest one yeah. of them. And, and clicking on links is fucking huge. But I go down that rabbit hole, too. But, yeah, man, I, I just think I, I think the more you learn, the more you know, the more you do your own research and – realize that it's not it, that that jpeg rep represents a lot more than just uh, a couple of colors and and a, and a tiger on a screen it, it means a lot more than that so it's the afro. i don't know call me yes yeah, the afro bro it's the damn afro <laughs> that afro is rare as fuck though only about eight percent of them fuckers have them so uh eight percent of the old uh, hey only three percent uh are referees and i got two of them sons of bitches hey. so how about that actually hey. you know about that huh? um but yeah, man, that's that's, that's that's where the old head's at. That's that is what it is. Outside of that, anything else you got on, on that uh, that end of the spectrum? As far as that track, I do not have anything else, my man. Now, okie dokie, Artichokey. Uh, how about some sports? Uh, any late breaking news? Anything else uh, in between, my man? Uh, as far missed? as the NFL, did you see the uh, Kyler Murray and his agent? Uh, no. You know, two three page paragraphs that they apparently put out, or I don't even know what it's a manifesto. I don't even know what you want to call it. Really? It's it's really bizarre. Essentially, him stating like, "I want to be talking to Arizona fans. Like, I want to be the Cardinals 
long-term QB and, and desperately want to win a Super Bowl, but it's all these, oh, look what I've done, and I just want to make sure that this Cardinals franchise is doing everything in my best interest and give me all the tools to succeed, this and that. And I don't hmm. – I don't know. I don't know if this is a read between the lines of the Cardinals ownership knows what the hell he's talking about and he wants a new coaching staff or something else along those lines or he has other demands. I don't know, but I don't know. Kyler Murray, uh, he wouldn't have put this out if he was 100% content and happy is uh, what I'm, uh, I guess I'm trying to say over here. I don't know what, what yeah. you Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 awfully interesting because, like, why else would you scrub all of your social media and like, if you're not trying to leave? I mean, it has been complete collapses, but... I don't know. I don't want to hate on like Oklahoma guys, but it seems like a lot of the Oklahoma guys are just kind of fucking not not people from the state of Oklahoma, but who attended Oklahoma University. Yeah, they're quarterbacks, they're kind of, sure. And their quarterbacks are kind of uh, what's the right word for it, Mags? You know what I'm trying to say? They just uh, not that they ask a lot, but like they just. They're, they're, they're princesses, I guess. You could, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't seems, call I, I get what it's, you're trying to say. That seems, seems a little too aggressive. much. Yeah, but it seems, seems too much. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, uh, I don't want to say that. It's like, not respect. the opposite You're, of it. Uh, no, no. Like, respect. <laughs> you guys are fucking doing your shit. But, like, yeah. at the same time, like, you just think about all the fucking shit that has happened with Oklahoma just this year. It's just like, I don't know, man. I think yeah, it's I just kind of like, but, but, but uh, I think it's just I mean, drama. Maybe, maybe drama. Cliff Kingsbury is a clown. Drama. Maybe there's something else going on there. But it's it's like, and it's not just these guys. It's a lot of these people that are you know, athletes that are around our age where it's like if something isn't 100% perfect, then they're going to try and do whatever they can to see if they can make it perfect because the player empowerment movement and, and NFL and NBA, man, is, is so yeah. so damn strong to where in most cases, like if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you probably want to do whatever the hell you can to make them happy as opposed to him leaving if that's the alternative. Probably. So they got a lot of power, man. So aside from that, it, I don't know why we're seeing this now, but uh, Mike Zimmer, obviously not with the Vikings anymore, was uh, taking shots at Kirk Cousins, and I guess there's rumors that at the end of the season he was what? in meetings complaining about uh, uh, complaining openly in coaches' meetings and other close confidants that uh, didn't feel the quarterback makes enough winning plays and that he didn't elevate his teammates, which I feel like is a pretty accurate statement of Kirk Cousins, but uh, typically not the, uh, the this, relationship you're looking for. The second half for sure, but the whole winning pl- – or, or the second half, I don't know, but the whole winning plays part for sure. Like, yeah. there's a lot of – That's not, mm. dude. Everyone's like, oh, look at his numbers. Look what he did here. And it's like, okay – but over the course, does he actually make winning plays? Yeah, I don't think so. Hundred percent. Like stats so. don't win ball games, you know. I know. From a I, defensive coach, I mean, from a defensive standpoint, I hope. And hey, shout out uh, a fellow Redbird alumni, dude. I mean, I hope the man gets another defensive uh, job in some capacity because uh, he, he, was a, he was a good defensive coach, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No question about it. Um, outside of that, man, I uh, I was trying to see if there was anything late breaking. Nothing real, uh, real too major. We'll get into. Uh, College basketball as March rolls out. Um, partner, did you get uh, March Madness stuff rocking and rolling? I know we didn't touch base on that. Or uh, It's essentially ready to rock. Yeah, we oh, just got a, probably maybe a finishing touch or so. But, uh, yeah, I think it's about ready to rock. Cool. So we'll have that rolling out here in the coming days. Uh, charity, all that stuff. Uh, Buy-in, yada, yada, yada. I got to go back and check uh, what the poll ended up being, who ended up uh, ah. voting on that bad boy. And then uh, we'll go through that. Outside of that, my man, um, nothing here major. Oh, uh, yeah, actually something real major. Uh, Season 3 of the Wise Words Podcast is coming back. 
Wednesday, episode one is going to be live, 12 p.m. on YouTube. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, that notification bell, so you don't miss the drop. It'll be available on every major podcast directory after that. So make sure you stop by there as well. Um, we are going to be recording that today, uh, 2.30 Central, our time. So um, we or I won't have the college basketball blog, so don't be on the lookout for that today. Uh, that'll be back Tuesday and Wednesday, not on Thursday, because then I'll be on Jeff Dalton's show at 1 p.m., the Midday Market Report. And then Mags will be on there on Friday for his uh, starring, uh, the second installment of the Windy City Review. Uh, Mags will be on there again at 1 p.m. on Friday. And then uh, I will bring back the college basketball report on Friday as well. Uh, hell of a UFC card this weekend. UFC 272, Covington against Masvidal. Uh, they just don't stop, my friends. We are in one of, yeah, that's right. You had no idea, did you? We are in one of the best times of UFC right now. I'm surprised more people didn't like it when I tweeted it out yesterday, but it is absolutely one of the best stretches we have ever seen from the UFC. It is absolutely electric, so uh, I'll do a special drop of the blog again on uh, Friday night. Saturday morning, it will be available. Cup of Joe on campus. Uh, might be making some adjustments, some different things, so stay tuned for that, but as per usual, Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central. And then other than that, if I missed anything, uh, you want to find us on all of our socials, everything in between, just stop by TalkingTheLine.com and uh, you will literally see a link or a button or a tab for every single bit of content and platform that we are on, produce, or do. Partner, anything I missed? No, I don't think so, dude. I think you checked just about every single box here. Okie dokie, Yodichoki. Well... And it would seem time for the final segment of the day. My motivation minutes. All right, my friend, short and sweet to the point. You know the drill. Only a few more uh, weeks that we'll be able to do this. Well, I mean, hey, we do sleep in May, so we got plenty of time yet. But uh, still, only a little while left. We have, uh, gee, many Christmas. I had to scroll through today to find one of these. We have uh, given out a bunch of John Wooden quotes every day during, uh, or every Monday and Friday, rather, during the college basketball season. I dish out a new John Woodenism, uh, if you're not familiar, and uh, we'll get to uh, the one today. So last week's was all about failure, uh, kind of just stuck on that same track. The first one to start the week all the way through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday show. A little bit different um, uh, this week. If you saw my tweet of uh, the morning that I usually put out, little meme on it was a little mouse with a helmet on uh, going for the cheese on top of the uh, mousetrap, you know? A little don't give up next to it. Hey, I always find a way. So I thought uh, kind of in correlation with that, uh, find kind of a quote. And it was funny. My eyes kind of snapped right to this quote. So maybe that's all what we need to hear today is kind of that don't give up message. So... Without further ado, the John Wooden quote of the day, my friends, is it's not so important who starts the game, but rather who finishes it. It's not so important who starts the game, but rather who finishes it. And you know, it's very, very, very important to realize this, that so many people fall out of the race. So many people want to talk that talk and want to walk that walk, but when it really comes down to doing it, they just simply can't. And at the end of the day, my friends, just keep going. Just keep going. I don't have much to say about this one. This is just straight up and to the point. It doesn't matter, and another, I guess another point to this is it doesn't matter when you get in. Don't think that you're late. Don't think that, oh, I'm too old to chase this dream or passion, or I'm too young to chase this dream or passion, or, or oh, this ship has sailed. No, it hasn't. If, if, you, if it is scratching at you, I promise there is still time for you to go and itch it. I promise you. 
promise you, promise you, promise you, or however you want to say it, it's still itching at you, promise time, it's still going to scratch it. Either way, vice versa, it still works. Either way, what I know is that as long as you get up every single day and just give a little effort, stay disciplined, just stay confident, stay delusional, stay grateful, stay persistent, stay consistent. I mean, the consistent, persistent pursuit of your passion is – Shout out Dave Meltzer. Uh, I think yeah, maybe it's not Dave Meltzer. Is that the? It, it, I always I always do that backwards. Is oh no yeah it is Dave Meltzer. Mendelssohn is our guy that we follow. Dave oh, Dave yeah. Meltzer yeah. Shout out Dave <laughs> Meltzer. Uh, the consistent, persistent pursuit of your passion. I mean it's just so so powerful. If you get down in the dumps, you get in a rut. Hey, I'm on the consistent, persistent pursuit, baby. The consistent, persistent pursuit. That's all it is. Maybe make that your mantra. I always talk about that too. Uh, my mantra: You are kind. You are smart. You are important. I mean. Whatever you need to snap yourself back into that mindset that, yo, I'm in the race. I, I, I don't care what the hell else is going on. Ah, shit, somebody else got that promotion. Ah, fuck, they just got that opportunity. Who cares? Maybe they're not going to finish the race that you're on. Maybe your race is the only race that matters. Who knows? Who's to say? Who am I? I ain't got a clue. But what I know is that what I've learned in this life is that by living up by the legendary words of the great Jim Valvano, don't give up. Don't ever give up. You find out some really cool shit in this life. And only those who are willing to go too far can possibly find out how far one can go. And I thought about this this morning, and this is a cult OG original. And I, you know, I don't know. Obviously, it's when I say it would be earth shattering, but maybe it is. If not now, when? If not you, who? If not now, when? If not you, who? Period. You're just going to stop? You're just going to quit? You're just going to walk away? If not now, when? If not you, who? Period. So my friends, I digress. Stop giving up. Stop having the I quit mentality. Stop having the I can't catch a break mentality. Fuck that. Own the day or the day owns you. Make the choice. Choose to tackle it. And choose to live by the legendary words of the great coach John Wooden. It's not so important who starts the game, but who finishes it. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Love it, my man. Beautiful way to start the week, dude. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, look at it. What 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 a guy, John Wooden, dude. You get, you just lay down a quote, and that's uh, you know, all you, all you need, need. But you can also dive into need. some perspective on it, dude. Just and then have ten different rabbit holes on. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it too, my man. That's why I started doing the Woodenisms Monday and Friday. Um, I do my own shit on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I actually um heard some stuff, not some stuff. I was like live in prime time, only but a few uh, a short request away from being able to conversate with him. Heard some Ice T say some really really powerful shit the other night. Um, and I want to save those quotes. I a uh, little bit of a teaser though, but I uh, heard him say say two quotes that really kind of in correlation with this, but I want to kind of carry on this message of just chasing your dreams and passion and don't give up and stuff like that this week. But he said two quotes, man, that, that are, have really been sticking with me over the course of the last few days. So stay tuned. Motivation Minutes, a couple of quotes from the legendary Ice Tea. That's right, that Ice Tea, baby. Uh, outside of that, officially my Motivation Minutes of the day. Okay, that seems like episode number 233 of the TTL pod. It's time to get on up and get on out. But before we can do that, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Max.
Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 233 of the TTL pod and every episode that you decide to stop by for that matter. Thank you for your likes, your views, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, your comments, everything in between. We see it. We see you guys. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts to keep showing up every new week, every new day, every single bit of content we do that we're allowed to show up and do for you guys. And we have the privilege to do for you guys. Thank you so much. It's because of you. And we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and for your energy and your kindness. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of today's best bets hammered in from me and old buddy guy over there, the legendary Riley R. Mag, Sir Riches Magnuson. From me, your host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka. We hope Once again, you have a T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C day. And as per usual, let's cash some tickets.